0: Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast. Michael Travers he is bringing it to you alongside two of my co-hosts here for the flagship show, Bill Travers. Bill, how's it going? Going good. How are you? I'm uh, feeling better this time around than I was the last time we recorded. I don't know if you remember. Uh, still still coughing as much, probably a bronchitis, not a big deal. But uh, feeling a lot better, sounding a lot better, hopefully. And uh, we're here. Also joining us, uh, third member of the show, will be uh, Mr. Blogino, Chris Henry. Chris, what's going on? And he, up didn't here, even, Chris. He, he didn't even unmute himself. He's just hanging out, sipping his Yeti. Oh.
1: See I thought that I had hit the button, so let's try this again. <laughs> How are we doing, fellas?
0: Good, good, good. And that's uh, that's for... the
2: great bloggino, by the way. What did I say? Mr. Bloggino. That's probably why I didn't answer you.
0: Oh, the great – Oh great See I don't I, don't I don't I can't I can't keep up with the Red Sox podcast we name later guys and nicknames and I feel like my D's the Brock Holt, then he's the Henrique Hernandez, then he's this guy, then he's that guy, and I just it's all we're all over the place all the time. Yeah, good talk. Good talk. Um, to lead us off, do you guys do either of you have uh, any opening thoughts that you would like to to uh, to lay on us here? Bill, why don't we start with you?
2: Just real quick, um, if you haven't caught any of it yet, the College World Series is going on for baseball right now. Check it out. It's some really good ball, really um, some exciting, fun games to watch. A lot quicker pace than the major leagues. And you also get a chance to see two of the pitchers that we've been talking about quite a bit on the Red Sox podcast. Uh, that pitch for Vanderbilt, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. Leiter through la- um, Sunday night had Sunday night or was it Monday night? Anyway, um, in his outing, he had uh, went eight innings, threw over 120 something pitches, had 15 strikeouts, and ended up getting uh, tagged with a one nothing loss. But it was uh, good to see the perspective uh, pitchers that the Red Sox may be getting. So there are games on just about every night, usually on ESPN Two. If you haven't yet, give it a, give it a chance. It's uh, some good baseball to watch.
0: I think the most interesting part is that it is that it feels like you're, no matter who the Red Sox end up getting it for, you're probably watching them at some point right, at some point in this uh, in this College World Series. So um, if you're interested in that kind of, there's a lot of people who don't care about the College World Series or prospects because it feels like it takes 15 years for them to get to the big leagues. But I feel like picking at number four that might that might be a little different, and some of these guys could be impacted sooner or later. So uh, good point, Chris. Any opening thoughts uh, for you?
1: Um. Not Red Sox related, but um,
0: oh, be wanna... anything, absolutely, absolutely, anything sports related, anything sports or pop culture related.
1: Um, can we hear me now at least? Yes. Okay. All right. I thought I had it messed up. Uh, no, I'm. A, I mean, uh, the Red Sox are playing the race tonight. Juan De Franco makes his debut. Um, which just want to get the couple of games out of the way, and then we can go back to normal. Um, and and let the hype go away. But uh, he makes his debut tonight against. Erod and the Red Sox are struggling again on defense, so um, surprise, surprise. Their defense has been disgusting as of late, and not in a good way. But, um... No, that's really it. Wander Franco, if you're a fantasy owner. Wander Franco. My, you, you have... Uh, no, I don't. I oh, try whoa, whoa, whoa. to acquire if, him. If you're a
0: fantasy owner, you're saying. Yeah, him.
1: if yeah, no, I try to get him in a league, but, um, but no, I wasn't able to... Uh, to get him. So, and if I did, I honestly, unless I'm in a dynasty, i just flip him.
2: Yeah, I'd be
0: mean, useless. You, not useless, but he won't bring as much impact for this year. Uh, my opening thought has to do with the t shirt that, uh, oh, by the way, we're live on twitch.tv slash Boston Sports Syndicate. My opening thought has to do with the t shirt that Bill is wearing and the little prop that is sitting there uh, behind him. So we're gonna try this again, right at the beginning of the show this time. Gonna get things a little crazier. I don't have mine. It's, it's actually in the bathroom, so I don't. I didn't grab mine, but you guys hold it up for me. We'll uh, we'll do, we'll do the damn thing. So, support for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Insert sounder. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with this code BSS at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the 4.0 and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some, with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BSS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping worldwide at manscaped.com and use code BSS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I'm improving, I think. That's why I I think I think I'm improving. That one felt a little bit better than the last one.
1: Think you're uh think you balls
0: will thank you. I didn't have any fancy segues to talk about, like we did, like you guys did on the Red Sox podcast. Because I have to do actually do the reads, like we're supposed to. But anyway,
2: we nailed that one. That that was a nice spontaneous <coughs> melding right in right into the ad. I, yeah. I, I'm proud of that one. That that was a pro segue.
0: Getting better. Yeah. again there. Yeah, mine is just an opening thought, so I guess it's it's an amateur segue. But either way, we're here to start off. We're here to talk. T- here to talk a little Boston sports. Uh, I feel like we 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 just met relatively recently for this show, the three of us here. Um, but I still think some some things have happened. I mean, not not really major major things across all four sports, but some things have happened. So last time we did meet, the the Bruins were getting eliminated from the playoffs. The Celtics uh, made their switch. I believe they had already and we talked about that but some more news has happened with the Celtics uh the Patriots are still just kind of kicking it with OTAs and stuff and and I just don't feel like there's really a lot there and the Red Sox are still you know plugging along so where do you guys want to start
2: why don't we start with the Bruins saying they were literally getting eliminated the last time we spoke
0: yeah, so <laughs> I think the biggest – the biggest. I mean, we talked about the Bruins beat as they were being eliminated and the the thoughts that were going there, but the latest news to come out around the Bruins, really, I think, well, the biggest piece of news, really only piece of news, is um Tuka Rask ended up playing through an injury, had a hip flexor or groin, or I don't even remember exactly what it is. That's how insignificant it was to me, Um but he played through it this time instead of, you know, getting the uh, bubbly guts and, and and not playing through it. And what do you know? He's getting criticism for that, too. Guy just I, feel can't like win, this, I, I feel like this guy can't win here. Like I, and I don't mean can't win here as in, like, you know, he's he's uh, a poopy goalie and he's, you know, not not going to win games. What I mean is no matter what the guy does, he's wrong. And it just feels like he's in a bad situation to be here. So he 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 elects to have surgery and he's gonna miss he's gonna miss the beginning of next season, and so I just want to get your thoughts on on I just I, first I want to get my thoughts and I don't want to get your thoughts. So I look at it as if this is Patrice Bergeron. It was a hip flexor, right? I'm not making that up. It was a hip flexor. I think it was a, it, hip, or a labrum hip, 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 hip injury, uh, major surgery, He's gonna miss months and months and months of time. Won't even be ready for the beginning of the season. If this was Patrice Bergeron, people would legitimately be on both knees, just absolutely. Embracing the the aura of Patrice Bergeron and how what an amazing amazing player this guy is and the heart that this guy has and, and blah 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 blah. Not saying that that's not worthy, but what I'm but now that it's too Rask, everybody all of a sudden doesn't like it, doesn't want him to play through it, doesn't want like first first he's sick and, he, and and he misses games and everybody hates him for it. Now he plays through an injury, a big injury, and everybody hates him for it. How's he supposed to win here? He can't.
2: He can at this point. He's got a reputation. So no matter what he does, it's it's going to live up to that reputation. But you didn't think that his injury – I mean, at the time, we knew he had some kind of injury. We didn't know what it was. But you didn't think his play was bad that we had to hang the loss on him. No, it was You were no, wasn't. more on the defense. So, Correct. you know, I, I think you bring up a good point. We should give the guy some credit. He didn't come down with the bubbly guts and pull himself out, as he has in the past. He, he tried to gut his way through it, and his – You know, it's not like he had a poor performance as a result of it and cost the team. So I think you bring up an excellent point. You do have to give him credit for that.
0: Yeah, I don't know why you – I don't know how you – I mean, I don't know. I guess I I I don't know how you don't give him – Because once you you hate on a player,
2: it doesn't matter what they do, you are going to find a way to put a negative spin on it. And I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying that's the general Boston sports fan. I mean, think for like, you personally. Think, think Marcus Smart. Think Tom Brady. No matter what they do, you are going to put a well, negative spin on it because you don't like those players.
0: Yeah, but uh, no. Yeah, I mean, but no. I win.
2: You can't say yeah, but that means I was right, so I win. You're wrong. No, what, 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 we don't say what, that on that? the show, so I can't lose either way.
0: Oh, oh, oh! You can lose. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, I. I don't agree that it doesn't matter what, what those guys do that I would, would, would hate on them. But in Tuka's case, it almost feels like it's, it's, it's honestly like, it feels like it's worse. Like it feels like, and I completely just muted myself out, but it feels like I'm trying to figure out something as I go, because I, I changed microphones and I'm trying to figure out how I can make it so that it doesn't pick up my fan. And I'm failing miserably trying to figure it out on the go. But anyway, how about um, the
2: fan? That's a good start.
0: No, but see, i it's so hot, but the, 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 the point is the point of the whole thing is uh, that I wouldn't necessarily say that I would hate on all the things they do, but, but Tuka fans, that's exactly what they do. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what the guy does. Everybody just hates him. I can stand on his head. They'll, they'll give credit to the defense. The guy, the guy gets lit up and, and there's nobody playing defense in front of him, And they don't say, they don't say They don't say a, don't say a single thing. So I, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Chris, your, your thoughts on him playing through the injury I... and the, the, the boo-hoo crew. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um... I mean, I, I thought that, like, I didn't really feel like, I mean, there was some criticism for Tuca, but it didn't really feel as um, kind of as bad and heavy as it's been in years past. You know what I mean? Like, last year, Tuca, I think a big part of it was, think about, like, last year, him leaving the bubble and the perception to fans for the most part as fans felt that he quit on the team. They didn't care about what he had going on at home, a select portion of fans didn't care about what he had going on at home. They just looked at it as he quit on the team. Where on like the flip side this year, I kind of feel like he forced himself to play through some of these situations. And I give him credit for playing on an injury that, you know, as significant as what he has. You know what I mean? Like, you know, here's a player that for the most part people thought or think maybe might not come back next year. And he tried to tough it out. He tried to grit it out. Now, whether that was the right move or not, and whether or not um, Cassidy should have played him or should have went with Swayman, that can be debated. But I don't, I don't put this series on, and and even just the Bruins being eliminated on Tuca. They were beat up from a defensive standpoint. They were thin, and the injuries came back to haunt that team. And they weren't as physical as they should have been against the New York Islanders in general. So that's not on Tuca rats. And it just sucks because there are times that he'll give up. What could be perceived as a weak goal, dude was playing hurt, and he was trying to grit it out with a team that was already battling a ton of injuries as it was. So, you know, I've been critical of Tuca at times, but I think in this situation, I feel like the guy tried to tough it out this time. And, you know what I mean? I think at some point credit is due for where credit is due for Tuca. And, you know, we can debate whether he should be back next year, what they should do if it's Swayman or you go get... A veteran that's a different conversation but where things are at i mean the fact this guy tried to play through um i mean specific-
0: we lost him he's gone he's a goner how about now specifically yeah. it's always no no you do this at the perfect time always so what i just yeah no what i so just you said specifically that- and then nothing specifically what
1: well what i just realized is that when i Cause I'm, on, I'm on Skype on the on the internet. So when I come off the page, I just go the ghost oh. of.
2: Family.
1: No, I it just you know I feel like the guy played through a significant injury. You have a goaltender that has a hip injury. Like, I mean, I've never played goalie, but I've got to think like that's gonna impact your mobility and how you're gonna play. Like, at some point, Duke is gonna move on and people are gonna do the same thing as Swayman or. Dan Vladder or whoever else they're going to get. like It doesn't matter. They're, this is going to happen with whatever goaltender because his Boston sports fans were never content.
2: So let me ask you this question. If is going to be out until when? January?
0: At least. At least. I, I, thought, I, I thought I said March. But let me. I, I'll look it up for you. But anyway, go ahead.
2: Well, March is almost the entire season. No, I thought I had heard at least January, but suppose Swayman comes out and... Early
0: early 2022. Okay, so so I guess January. That's not very definitive. Anyway,
2: so you're gonna have probably Swayman as your starter, you would say, to start the season at least. That's that's unless they bring in a a veteran in the off season. Yes. So what if Swayman stands on his head and is and is tremendous? Then then what's your situation? Then one of the fans are gonna be are they gonna be clamoring for them to get rid of Tuka? Where are you going well, to be at that point? Uh, to me, that it, it that's a no-win scenario again for Tuca. Tuca, is a free Tuka, agent. I don't think
0: sign him. He's a free agent. So he's don't, a free agent. He's a free agent. You, you, right? You don't you don't have to sign him here. What honestly? What might happen is who knows? But he might even be left up for Seattle to grab and see. And maybe actually they can't because he's a free agent. So free agent, yeah. he may he may sign with he may sign with Seattle Seattle knowingly that he's not going to be playing for for some of this year. And then and then he rests up and then he goes there for next year. That's that's I would say a, a decent possibility. But there's nothing saying that the Bruins are gonna resign Tuka Rask. There's there's no guarantee that he's that he hasn't played his last game in a Bruins uniform. And if I, me personally, I like Tuka Rask. Always have. Uh I just like the the fundamentally sound goaltender over the Tim Thomas as goaltender. I know Tim Thomas won the Bruins Stanley Cup. I don't wanna listen, I don't wanna hear it. But Jim Thomas was not a good goaltender. Tukarask is a good goaltender. There's a reason why they paid him six and a half, seven, seven and a half, you know, for, for the last what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years, he's been he's made at least six million real money over the last eight years. There's a reason for that because he's one of the best goalies in the league. If I'm Tukarask I don't come back. I don't I don't come back I say you know what I'm good I don't think I want I don't think I want to deal with this anymore I don't think I want to be scrutinized for any any decision that I make you know I, I know he had his family thing last year but but you know people were harped on him for that the second that it happened because of his track record that he has here and it just seems like it's not this is not a place for people who uh, for, for, for people like that for people that seem to get food poisoning at the worst possible time. You could say yeah, soft, soft players. players. Yeah, no, and I don't even know that he is soft. I just, I, I just, I just think that he's just. There's been a, there's a soiled reputa- reputation here, and if I'm him, I don't think I want. I, I mean, you may love the guys in the locker room, and the guys in the, in the locker room may love him too, but, but the, but the fact of the matter is, is that the fan base here is completely split. There's no middle, and I know I've talked about this before. There's no middle. You either absolutely love Tuka Rask or you absolutely hate Tuka Rask.
2: And so if I'm Tuka Rask, I
0: say, what, what the hell do I want to play here for? Why, why, why would I want to come back? Why would I want to, when, when half the fan base can't stand me and, and, and three quarters of the fan base was calling for Swayman to take over in the playoffs, why would I Why would I want to come back? Why would I want to play here? Especially where I'm going to be injured and who knows what I'm going to have. like? And if someone like Seattle or a team who's rebuilding that doesn't really need a goalie, for this year, Detroit, Columbus, like something like that, who might just say, you know what, we're, we're, we're a year or two away. Maybe he ends up going there. New York, the Rangers, maybe like, there's other teams that he can go to where he won't even have to play this year, and then when he does come back, he would play, what, six, seven games anyway because he plays on the – he plays basically – he plays a shortened schedule when it's, a, when it's a, a regular season, and when he comes back off of injury, already can't work – already can't play that many games. I don't know if this is a good spot for him anymore. I I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I think that the Bruins should – should and even from a Bruins perspective, go with Swayman and then bring in some veteran. If you're not – if you don't think Vladar's ready, which I don't, but but – Bring in another goaltender that, that's a veteran. Like uh I know this isn't a good example, but a Henrik Lundqvist. Someone like that who's older, can play can play games behind, can mentor can mentor the kid. I think that's Should, the way to
1: go. Do you say like bring in a Tuka rask type veteran that's not Tuka rask? No. I think, I, mean, I think at some point though the Boston Bruins, like you can't keep coming back and rolling with the same guys. You know, like I think Bergeron, you know, that's your captain. Marchand is one of the best players in the league. Like, you know, at some point, Tucker's 33 and he's having, you know, for a 33-year-old playing hockey, you're not, you're not young in that perspective. So, and you're having hip surgery, maybe it's just time. Maybe it's time that you move on. You have some depth within your system with some goaltending. I'm sure you can find the next Palock that's out there or, if you want to bring him back or whatever the, the case may be but i'm sure you can find a veteran goaltender that you can have play alongside swayman and then you know even to like piggyback on top of that like maybe it's time they make some different changes you know like yeah they went to the couple couple years ago but they didn't win and they got bounced last year and they got bounced this year so maybe you tweak it a little bit you know what i mean like maybe i said a while back bring back Krejci, but maybe you don't bring back Krejci. you know like Maybe you don't bring back Rask. Maybe you bring some new faces in the locker room. Gets a little bit younger where you can. Like at some point, you can't just keep bringing the band back together.
2: So I wasn't aware that Rask was a free agent, which is probably a good reason why I shouldn't talk hockey. But if if he were to go, then that opens up a lot of salary cap room for you as well to sign maybe. The Bruins maybe have like twenty nine
1: million dollars.
0: Well, here's the here's the biggest thing about Rask leaving. It, it, it you know, him being injured, and even if you re-sign him, it, it would have to be at a discounted rate because of the injury. Well, I was going to say then that I bring... would think a
2: team-friendly deal, especially maybe a one-year deal, to give him a chance to prove that he's healthy again. Because yeah, maybe, I, but... I can't see him getting a big contract with somebody else coming off an injury and, and going to. No be one out is going to give Tuka Rask.
1: And like like Tuka Rask is probably going to go and um. And probably get a veteran minimum at, at, at Matt. Like, I can't imagine a team is going to give, you know, Tuca coming off of hip surgery, you know, a one-year, two, three million dollar deal. Like, I see Tuca potentially getting a Chara-type contract, like the Capitals gave. I mean, hell, could the Capitals be an, even a fit for for Tuca Rask? Like, I, I can't imagine that a GM in the league, in, this, in the National Hockey League, knowing that there is some that there's some options out there, is going to give Tuca Rask coming off of hip surgery significant cap dollar like money that goes into cap I, I don't see that happening but i could be wrong
0: well the thing is is that you can sign him and put him on long-term ir and he cannot come back for the whole season and then come back in the playoffs and light it up you mean like I mean kucherov like, but yeah hey they but, play within
1: the rules i if you know we'll, we'll go into that in a second i think feel like
0: we should go over that yeah i don't want to take something and get pissed um, but but the other thing about Rask's leaving, well not leaving, but Rask contracts up, Krejci's contracts up, Hall's contracts up. Those are your three highest AAV guys uh, coming into the season. And now if you're any of those guys, if you're if you're if you're Hall and you're Krejci, how can you possibly demand to make more money on an average annual value more than Patrice Bergeron? How can you possibly? Even think of doing that, which means that at minimum, if those guys were to come back, they're both taking a million to a million and a half, two million dollar pay cuts for your, for your cap. It plus, you get Raskoff, you use Swayman, he's no money because he's, he's, he's a young player. You sign a veteran goalie for cheap money now, all of a sudden, you can add depth. You might be able to add another defenseman that you haven't been able to add because you don't have the cap, or you might be able to add depth scoring, even more depth scoring because that's what they love to do is just get depth guys, Craig Smith, uh, try to coil guys like that. But it gives you flexibility. So I, I think from both perspective, perspectives, I think Tuggar Rask <laughs> is done in a Bruins uniform. And I don't think that's, I, a, that's a scorching hot take, but it's just, it's I feel not- like it's not being talked about. Like he's he's probably done.
1: I think it's time to move on. I, I, I mean, I personally, like they got, I think it's like $29 million that they have in cap space. I personally would like to see them use that money differently. Like, Go and bring back Taylor Hall, and he wants well, to be here. And and it's probably not going to happen until the end of July because of the draft implications, free agency, everything else. So the expansion draft,
0: they won't they won't, exactly. they, won't yeah, they won't resign until after that.
1: So like you bring him back, if Krejci wants, first off, like I'm not opposed to Krejci coming back, I and mean, let me be clear with that, but it's gonna have to come at a, at a certain price at this point, like if Krejci comes back two years, 10, two years, $11 million, like I'm, I'm cool with that. Like I'm fine with that. I'm Krejci back around the same dollar amount that he was making, you yeah. know, but, but you also have to think about too, like, and fans are, you know, talking about this, you know, in the respect to Krejci, you don't really have anybody to replace him on the second line. Like who's the second line center? Charlie Coyle hasn't really done anything to go and warrant being the second line center for this team. They signed him like he could, like he should be, but we're not at that point with him yet. So unless you go and either you swing a trade or you sign somebody, um, you know, I I think there's a lot of that they, they have money to spend and they and they're in somewhat of a good spot, but they need to start developing some players again, and they need to start finding some talent within the draft and not go and and whiff and miss out on the the Matthew Barzels and everybody else who is in that draft, like. Sweeney's done a decent enough job to get the team where it's at, but you know, this is I, I don't want to say like make or break, but these next couple years are gonna make or break considering that your roster is getting older.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all, and I don't want to talk about the, the misses in that draft at all. Please, please. Yeah, we could debate that forever. <laughs> there's, you know, there's, debate. There's, there's, there's no debate. There is no debate. They just they screwed like, it up.
1: DeBrusque has been good, but he's not been first round good. Like DeBrusque, is, the production like this year, DeBrusque like he was a lost cause and just completely inconsistent. He's probably going to be a trade candidate. I can't imagine you bring DeBrusque back at the dollar amount that he's making. And like so, I think that that's that's a possibility. And there there are players who want out of Samir. Like what was it, uh, Chicago out of Chicago, uh, out of uh, Calgary? Like Gunnar is going to be free, is going to be is got one year left. Like there's players that want out from where they're at, especially in Calgary. Like, if I'm Don Sweeney, I'm picking up that phone and, like, I'm trying to see what other what other players are out there from a trade standpoint. And I think that I dangled DeBrusque out there. I, I, I dangle him in some pick. Like, maybe not a first-rounder, but I, I dangle something out there. You know, I, I don't know. I just I think it's time that they, you know, you got to replenish, you know, the system. It's almost like you got to do it on the fly here.
0: Yeah, but it's a tough decision that they have to make because they know that they're in the, the prime years of Marshan, Bergeron, Pasternak, so it's tough. Yeah. And, and the, the, the the nice thing that's lining up for them with Krejci, we were talking about before, is that th- there's no way he can get paid more than, than Bergeron, absolutely zero way that he's going to get paid more than Bergeron, so he should no, slot be- down into, into that $5 million, million range, and that's perfect for your second-line center who who's Krejci, yeah. and then if you bring back Hall around the same thing, Hall's already said he wants to be here, plus he needs to get a contract signed. Uh, sooner rather than later to help pay off that uh, engagement ring that he bought. That ring uh, was huge. With
1: <laughs> that kind of cash, good for her. Yeah,
0: yeah, good for both of them. Good for both of them. But, uh, but the, the 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 Bruins are in a unique situation because they really should be in a position to build off of what they already have. But they do need to draft better, which is uh, like just thinking about where they could be. I don't want I don't want to go down that road because we'll be here forever. So I don't want to go down that road. But. Well, you
1: have to think that Taylor Hall is going to remain here in Boston because now you have the memory and and the magic of getting engaged in Nantucket and England, Like, that has to, like, you know, Mm, the the chick factor has to be, like, you know, we got to stay here. You know what I mean? Like, we have all these memories we've now made in a span of, like, 10 minutes. So Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. How'd that work out for Giselle and Tom, who who had 20 years of memories here?
1: Six championships later, like, if they get one – Stanley Cup with Taylor Hall, and he's just you know ripping tequila shots out of the cup down in Nantucket <laughs> to pay off that ring.
2: I'm okay with that. See, Giselle was grew up in Brazil, where the weather right. was nice and warm. Yeah. Taylor Hall, yeah. he's from Canada, so a Boston yeah, winter here is is gonna look like a Florida winter to somebody. From... Yeah, but
0: where's yeah, but where's Wifey from?
2: I don't know. Let's All say I... she's from Canada just to make it a good argument. Oh.
0: Uh... Let me let me let me look it up.
2: While you're looking that up, I have I want to circle back to something you said about Tuca. You said he has a soiled repu- reputation. Was that like a, an intentional pun? Because we were talking no. about him having bubbly guts.
0: <laughs> no, no, it was not. No, it was not. You know they have there's a wiki page for athletes' girlfriends. Isn't that unbelievable?
2: If if you go to, to <laughs> type in an athlete's name,
0: Play, like one of the suggestions wives. that comes
2: up near the top is like if you put in Taylor Hall like Taylor Hall's wife or Taylor Hall's girlfriend would automatically pop up as a suggestion.
1: Yeah. It just tells you how many times that's googled in this area for people to be doing that. If you go to his if you go and you and you click on his Instagram, he's got a picture on there with the girlfriend now fiance um, where they're at a Jets Patriots game and there's like a comment on there like you know, he had to be a Patriots fan for one day or whatever it is. So I see that. I see the oh. ring, the the proposal in Nantucket. You know, Don Sweeney <laughs> is probably going to pay for that ring in the contract negotiations. It's a done deal. I can. They, they were they
0: were at MetLife for that game. They weren't even they in were. New England. Yeah, but still, they would, they you know. He wasn't even a at
1: Bruin at that Jesus. time. He right. was a New Jersey devil probably at the night off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go out with a couple of friends, you know, have a couple of cocktails, go watch the Patriots. Goo Gaga for Don Brady, and, and now he's here to experience, like, the madness of Boston, New England, and everything else. Like, come on, what would you want to leave?
0: There's literally no, zero information on this girl. Oh, whatever. Age, 25 to 35.
2: Thanks. Oh, that, that narrows it down. Yeah. Narrowed it
1: down. Thanks. We should now narrow the pool down it, to it,
0: one it, it, She's a blonde
2: Instagram. between 25 and 35 that lives in North America. How hard could it be to figure out who she is? Yeah, good point.
0: She's something. Rachel Rush is her name. Anyway, um, you want to talk about Kucherov? Go ahead. I I don't I really don't want to talk about it at all.
1: Yeah, I I don't know why people are all up in arms over it. Like, because I it's garbage. Guy. What do you mean? All right, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. <coughs> it's garbage because he makes nine million dollars and is one of the best players in the league. What if he made two point five million dollars and was a third line player?
0: Is it a big deal uh, then? Yes, it would still be garbage because it's, it's, the, it's, it's the rule. It's, it's, it's the,
1: Tampa it, Bay. It's it's twofold. It's the Tampa Bay Lightning and it's Kucherov, who's one of the one of the best players in the league. Like, I don't so, have an issue with it.
0: So for our weird.
2: listeners who may not know, why don't you tell the story of what you're talking about? Michael, oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, for, for, for the listeners who don't know? For
2: the listeners who may so, so not know.
0: For, for the listeners who don't So for the people who don't necessarily follow hockey, maybe oh. they can know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. So, so I mean, the Bay Lightning. I don't know if you know this. They're a pretty damn good hockey team. Uh, the Bay Lightning also wagon. have. They are a wagon, they, but they also uh, have one of the uh, one of the one of the best players on the planet playing for them, and his name is Nikita Kucherov. Uh, I thought you
1: were gonna say Braden Point because he's like.
0: No, Braden Point also 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 very 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 good. Uh, Nikita Kucherov. Let's see. He makes nine. His, his salary cap hit is nine point five million dollars a year. Anything. So the way that the, what, what the Tampa Bay Lightning did is Kucherov had an injury and he didn't play for the for, for the entire. He had season. a uh. Now I
1: think he, had, he had a hip injury. If I uh. If I uh you know it, what? It you're actually you are.
0: I believe you're correct. He did have a hip injury, but with the shortened season, he missed the entire he missed the entire year. Except. He could have come back with about a month and a half left in the season, but the way that the NHL rules are written, if you're on long term IR, your salary cap does not go against you get paid, but your sal- but your salary does not go against your team's salary cap. And you know what happens as soon as the if regular you season make
1: the, if you're in the if you're in the postseason, they didn't activate it until the postseason.
0: You know what happens? You know what happens when you when the when the regular season ends and the postseason starts, there is no salary cap. There's no yeah. rules. There's nothing at all. So if you're if your best player, if your best, if your best player happens to come off of IR for game one of the playoffs and didn't play all season, guess what? Perfectly allowed. Now all of a sudden they are and, and Stamkos came off by the way too. Stamkos played during the season, but he he also was on long-term IR. So now they are. 20-something million dollars over the salary cap if it was a regular season, but it doesn't matter. The BS part is not the fact that it happened. It's not because it's, it's, it's within the rules. It's a rule. It's a stupid rule, but it's within the rules. I don't know how you're ever allowed to play a game in the postseason if you didn't play a single game during the regular season. Every other sport, I think, has a cutoff thing. If you're not on the roster, if you're not on the 40-million roster by X, can you play in the playoffs? No. And baseball isn't even real. They have no salary cap and you still can't do that. If you're in if you're in the NBA, if you're not on the roster by this, can you play? No. In the in the in the NFL, if you're not on roster by week what, fifteen, can you play? No. But guess what? The NHL, they don't care. Doesn't matter. Bring, they bring this guy off of long-term IR. They bring Stamkos off of long-term IR. They're 20-something million dollars over the salary cap. And guess what? doesn't matter. No rules. But that's not even the BS part. The BS part is the fact that he was healthy and cleared to play a month and a half before the playoffs started. And they just decided, no, you know what? We're going to make the playoffs. We may finish third, but we're going to make the playoffs. Now in comes the best player on our team. One, a, a goal a game, two points a game. He leads the freaking playoffs in goals. Yep. I thought it's, uh, I thought great in point I, I, oh, 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 I, I'm sorry, maybe maybe just all exists. of a it's changed. But but maybe he definitely is either first in goals or first in points, one or the other. He's an absolute menace. He's the best player on the team. One of the best players in the league. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Oh yeah, well, you, just, you just you just wait you just wait. You just just listen, listen. You just sit over there, hang out, stay active, full participate in every single practice because you're clear to play. But we're not going to put you on the roster yet. We're going to we're going to have you wait. We're going to have you sit here and wait. Don't hate the playoffs. That, that's the part that pisses me off. The part that he was cleared to play and could come back a month and a half beforehand, and they just said, nah, wait." You're right about hockey being the only crazy. sport that
2: allows you to do that. We've talked about that before. How you can draft somebody right out of college, and then suddenly he's he's playing for you in the playoffs. Mm. That is ridiculous.
0: Charlie McAvoy did that. Stupid. Also stupid. Yeah, I, you know what like, that does? That burns a year of their contract, though. So that, like, that's that's that, that's a dumb move on the on I almost said Patriots. That's a dumb move on the Bruins' part is to even play him. That's a completely different story. You know what sucks about the NHL right now? This is what, this is what sucks. There's four teams up here: the Islanders, the Lightning, the Canadians, the Knights. You can't root for any of those teams. Every team, they, it just sucks.
1: Well, I gotta be honest with you, I I I don't really mind like I think Tampa is a good team. And I don't really mind kind of seeing them do what they're doing to the Islanders because I think the Burns should have beat the Islanders. And I don't mind any New York team being exposed for the frauds that they are. So I mean, what was it, eight nothing last night?
0: The Islanders yeah, but- no, that, that, that was an not anomaly in the series. The series has actually been pretty good, but the, but but like you can't root for the you can't root for a New York team. Can't root for a N New York team in the Islanders. They just cried the whole season. The Islanders are like a soccer team. They just cry the whole time. They dive all over there. It's basically a soccer team. The the Tampa Bay is my favorite player, by the way. Like Saint Sam Coast is my favorite player in the league. He's my favorite my second favorite player of all time after Mark Savard. Rest in peace. And the the and I, I can't root for the Lightning because of the because of the principle. Like it's almost and then and then you have the Knights who just like oh we're a team now we're gonna be good and they're they're in existence and now all of a sudden they're 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 just they're just good every single season. Their fan base is, is not real because nobody actually lives in Vegas. It's just tourists and so like th- that's not a real team either. And that, and then you have the Canadians. Like it's to the point yeah, where it's like
1: not for Montreal whatsoever.
0: Yeah, but it's to the point where it's like that's the, the best story. Like if, if you take Montreal out of it, they were they were the ace. they wouldn't even have made the playoffs if this was a regular year and the in the in the divisions weren't realigned, they wouldn't have even have been in the playoffs. Now they're playing in the Western Conference Finals. By the way, they're in the East, so how does this make any sense at all? And it's to the point where it's like, hmm, maybe I should root for Montreal, but you're like, no, you can't root for Montreal. Yeah, this sucks. This sucks. The, the 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 Conference Finals and the yeah, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, I don't I so,
1: like. I don't mind. So like, I think the Lightning have been exciting. Um, their their offense has been fun to watch. I mean, Braden Point, like you know, he's
0: he's next level. Probably, probably
1: yeah. And you know, down in Tampa Bay, like Braden Point is is a well known player, and people know who. But like on a national level, like how many fans are unless you're like an avid you know NHL you know player for like PS5 or whatever, but like. A lot of people really know who Braden Point is. Like, this dude has put himself on the map. He scored in, what, seven straight games, I think? Yeah, I he, what it was. he,
0: he, he, he so, showed like, up class playoffs, too. He, it's he, it's not like he's new, like, he's better. He's, he's, no, like, but he you
1: got to think about, like, the markets of players are in and, and things like that. Like, Stephen Stamkos, you know who he is, right? Because, like, he's such a marketable, like, marquee player. But, like, Braden Point, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle because you have Stamkos and Kucherov. And yet, you know, that, that lineup is is stacked, and the Lightning are, are – Next, Like, they're they're a good club, and, and it sucks that a team in Florida, you know what I mean, hockey, Florida, don't really kind of jive together. Like, they're probably going to win the Cup. And then on top yeah. of it, you're probably mm-hmm. going to see a team in, in Vegas who, again, you said it, no true real fan base but new to the league. But I think that's good. I think it's good to have a team that just came into the league that's competitive because it shows – to the NHL and the rest of the market, like, Hey, we can bring teams in. They can be on the same level. They can be competitive right away. And I think it helps kind of grow the sport, kind of grow the market. I I don't really have a problem with that whatsoever. And I don't have a problem with the Kucherov piece because it's the rules that the NHL had in place. And I, you'd have to think like the NHL had to have investigated that as well. They had to have looked into, to make sure that a player, especially a 9.5 million, you know, is truly not able to go and play. Like, I I have to think that that happened. Like, Did a little research trying to find out and whatever, and it seems like that that is the case. It just – it sucks because it's the Lightning. They're good. The dude is good, and he makes a ton of money, and that's why people are in uproar. And I get it, but it sucks that Bill just called him a wagon because I have a little bit of a coin Mm -hmm. on the uh, Lightning for the series, and now I'm worried that that's going to go backwards. But really at the end of the day though, like – you know, I, I think that you know, I don't, I don't see that there being a problem unless the NHL wants to change it. But again, like you, you mentioned, Savard, one of your favorite players, like he was out. The Bruins benefited by having him. Did he come and, back? They come back and play? Like, no, you, but at least you, they that they, like, they, like, like, it, like million thing. that they had to use.
0: Yeah, but if you go if you go on long term IR and you miss the whole season because your because your brain is mush and you're not coming back to ever play again, that's a completely different scenario. Then that's that's the team doing him a solid, so he doesn't have to retire. you can still get paid teams you better. What I, that's I, what that I, was. So I I was, get,
2: was. Not even close
0: to the same.
1: I get it, but there's the if Tampa Bay truly did something wrong, the league would have called them out on it. Uh, I would have but, to, like I can't imagine that the league would be like, that's ah, okay, just let a guy make a nine and a half that can play stay in IR like. I have to think that the league would have stepped in and said, no, like you have to activate this player.
0: Or, well, no, the, you, you don't really. I don't think, there's nothing saying that you have to activate him. He's on long time IR as, for as long as long as you want him to be. I suppose. I mean, there's there's nothing saying he has to come off of IR just because he's ready to play. I don't believe. I mean, but the thing is, is you know that it's it's gonna affect your cap, and that's 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 why I didn't do it. It's clear as day. It's it's it's, it's, well, it's I, one of the, it's it's a it's a Belichickian move. It's, it's clear as clear it. as day. Like like it, it's, it's just trash
1: once once this playoffs over, it's all going to come to you a know, root for them. They're going to have to make some decisions and, and figure
0: out what they're going to do with some of these players. And... Not if you can just put a player on IR for the whole year. Think about that. Their best player didn't play, and they still play the playoffs easily. No problem.
2: If that were the NFL, they changed the rule in the offseason.
0: They should change the as, rule.
2: As soon as a rule benefits, especially if it were to benefit a team like the Patriots, they change the rule immediately in the offseason.
0: They should change the rule. It's a stupid. I mean,
2: rule. if it was
1: baseball, we change it. They would act. They would be Change it
0: it. Be like, nope, can't do it anymore. Is that it should be selection? changed. It should be changed. How does the salary cap just shut off? That's another. That's a whole nother. Hold on. The simple change. You don't want to make it so they can't play anymore. Fine. They make it so that there's an actual salary cap in the class. You still have to be. You still have to be cap compliant. No,
1: I. I. You should be cap compliant. Like the salary cap is there for a reason. You know. That's just like. You know. I'm in a. I'm in a another fantasy baseball league, and the rules are completely different in the playoffs. And I'm like, why? Like, so oh, yeah, I, can't go announce a sub, I can't go announce a sub for an offensive player right now knowing that he's probably going to miss a few days during the week, but yet I can do it in the playoffs. Like, the rules should be the same across the board. Like, there should be no changes. You course. know what I mean? So I, that I agree with. Like, if, if you're going to enforce salary cap during the year, then you need to be compliant to the salary cap. Or for the, like, maybe there's a, a game minimum hey, Kucherov, you have to play a minimum of 10 games during the regular season in order to be eligible to, make, to be placed in a postseason roster. You know, awesome. like...
0: Both should happen. Both really Some... should be in place. Yeah. That, that affects the guys coming out of college I want to sign once their season's over and come up and play in the playoffs. So, again, if, if you want to keep that in the game, then fine, but you still have to be cap-compliant, that would solve the issue here. It, it's, re- it's really that simple. They could be cap-compliant and then, then you have to release players or you now you all of a sudden have to become cap-compliant, so well, I mean, Tampa a Tampa dynamic.
1: And the move that, and by doing what they did, Tampa Bay was able to go and continue to keep some of the depth and try to keep some players signed that they did, they weren't really ready to move on from. So
0: they could keep their captain in Stamkos. <laughs> after last season ended, they said, oh, we, we, Tampa might move on from from Stamkos because well, they don't really need them. They didn't really use them last year, so they might not really need them. And so, but it allowed them to keep their captain. So I mean, yes, yes, it's it's garbage. Oh, we're going for a walk, and yeah, it's garbage. But anyway. Now that I'm sweating and uh, Bill took a Bill took the morning off uh, or the afternoon off, I want to talk about a sport that he can join us with.
1: Hey, really quick, I think we just recorded a Bruins podcast, Bill. I, I, I think we. Yeah, I was gonna say that. We an hour that yeah. segment.
2: You you, you had <laughs> said earlier you wanted to do like an hour hour and a half total. We've just talked for 45 minutes. Well, you guys yeah. just talked for 45 minutes about the Bruins.
0: Well, here's the thing. You guys just did a Red Sox podcast. Be the name later. There's not a ton of Red Sox stuff that we can really talk about, so let's let's go into the Patriots. Oh, there's OTAs.
2: Whoa, well,
1: hang on. We could we could find stuff to talk about with the Red Sox. Just, oh, I know.
0: But, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. But we're we conserving time. We're being thoughtful. of People's ears and people's time being put into recording this. So what's really going on with the Patriots here? Any, is there anything to really talk? Anything of note to talk about here with the Patriots?
2: Well, you got Gilmore holding out. He didn't attend
0: the mandatory camp. Didn't is that really news? Like did anybody expect no, it? I think, it'd be, didn't say I think it would be it's noteworthy. I think it would be news if he showed up more so than, than the fact that he didn't. Okay, I mean he's here's so simple question. Are they gonna are they gonna pay him or trade him?
2: I think they'll end up paying him. Chris?
1: I think they're gonna pay him. I I I can't imagine that you're not gonna have one of your best defensive players. You make all those moves that you made during the off season and then go and say to Gilmore kick rocks. Like I can't imagine that's gonna happen.
0: All in favor? Aye, aye, aye. So moved. I. Anything else really? Do we think Mac Jones is actually going to compete for, with Cam Newton? I think that's that's the only other story I'm hearing about is that, that Mac Jones might actually compete for a job with Cam Newton.
2: Well, the words are in camp. He got a lot of reps <laughs> with the first team, especially at the at the last practice. He got in a, a lot of looks from um from the coaching staff, and he handled everything they threw at him. Well, but, you, but then again, also interestingly. Cam Newton also had a great final day of camp, of camp, so maybe this little lit a little bit of a fire under his butt to take things more seriously and start performing better, that, and not just go out and dancing around and 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 well, still being a cheerleader.
0: That. Well, he still did that. But the the thing the, the thing about Mac Jones getting most of the reps if if you're any if you're a coach with any brain with any if you're not I'm not even a coach and I have a brain. But you have a brain, period. Wouldn't you say that, hey, uh, we probably should get as many looks as Mac Jones as we can during this preseason OTAs, preseason practices leading up? to. Like, should, Shouldn't that be the case? Shouldn't he be getting as many snaps as possible anyway? Well, because no, it's like, oh, no oh, because it's oh. not like
2: everybody else knows the offense. They brought in all new wide receivers, two new tight ends who didn't participate in the mini camp either. Um, so you're still teaching the offense to people. Cam Newton is still learning the offense. So that's an opportunity to take as many reps as you can get at that point with the guy who is supposed to be your starter, not with a rookie who may not start to start the season or may not start at all this year.
0: Yeah, I'm going with the, I'm going with the rookie, I, which, uh, our first overall pick the first time he picked in the lottery. And, you, and yeah. you can bring him over to the backfield and go with the second unit to teach
2: him the offense. You don't need to have him run with the first team.
0: Show me what you got, kid. That's what I say. Show me what you got against the first team defense. Show me what you got with your receivers. Show me what. You... Show me what you got. That, that's how I look at it. I know what I got in Cam Newton. Guy can't throw more than ten yards down the field, so what does it does not really matter? He's gonna throw the ball on the ground. He's gonna throw the ball over people's heads. Show me what you got, kid. Like that, that's how I look at it. And so it's so, running...
2: so you have a quarterback. It, 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 com- you have a quarterback yeah. competition.
1: Yeah. So that is new. I was going to say competition. I thought you were going to say
2: controversy. Not, not controversy. Competition. So you have a competition. Newton is right now number one on the depth chart, but there's no guarantee that he's going to stay okay. there for very long. You have a competition. Good.
1: I, Good. Mac, Mac Jones is going to play this year. Like, there, he's a, like, I, it's a, I don't want to say it's like 100%, but. It's he's playing this year and he may not play right away. Maybe it's after the Tampa Bay game, but, but Mac Jones is going to play it at, at some point, And then he's going to secure the job and then the rest is going to be history because, but again, who knows? Maybe, maybe Cam Newton just, I don't know, figures it out and he figures out a way and the Patriots figure out a way to, to, you know, find the most use out of him as a quarterback you know, knowing that they had now a full year with him within the program now, who knows? But
2: well, I was thinking of that. Could we see like a dual quarterback system? Could we see something like when they get inside the ten yard line? Now you're bringing in Newton for that threat of the run, maybe, and for the shorter pass. You know, is that maybe. how they're going to optimize his
0: value? Would you be surprised? Would you be surprised if at, at some point in the red zone, maybe on the two yard line or whatever, Mac Jones lines up under center and Cam Newton lines or in the shotgun maybe, and, and they run a wildcat with Cam Newton as the other guy no. as a running back? Would that no, shock no, you? not at all. No, not, not at all. all. Like, I mean, so maybe
1: it's on Belichickian from that standpoint, but no, I don't, I don't think it's it's out of the realm of possibility. But, but
2: it's no. not. It's not non in. Is that a word? mcdaniel and, McDanielian. Maybe, maybe, maybe not McDanielian. though because we have a check-in sounds better mcdaniel likes to run the trick play so i wouldn't be surprised to see yeah, something like that.
1: i would say like go back you know and maybe look at how did how did josh mcdaniel's offense look when he was in denver and what did he do with with tim tebow he also he, had
2: a quarterback who couldn't throw
1: yeah um, so he's, he's used to it so maybe maybe he has an idea how he could maybe it's an idea how we can see them truly use cam newton i mean he was stupid to let Jay Cutler go and go with Tim Tebow, whatever.
2: But Speaking of, they draft Tim Tebow in the first round.
1: Have we talked about yeah.
2: Tim Tebow at all in
1: this? Jaguars, season? Tim Tebow, tight end Tim Tebow.
0: Good Does way. anybody remember? I don't remember if it was Boston Sports Center or Boston Sports on tap at the time. We talked about Tim Tebow becoming a baseball player. Does anybody remember what I said at the time? Obviously I not. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, someone said, oh, it was Bessie's a big Bessie's a big um, Tim Tebow fan. Bessie's a Florida Gator guy. He's a he's a big Tim Tebow fan. And We went to a Mets game, and Tim Tebow had the chance to play because he was in the Mets organization, and he was adamant that he was going to find himself a Tim Tebow T-shirt with the, with the, when we went to the, when we went to the stadium. And actually, I can't remember if he did honestly. And he said, oh, you're not going to get a Tim Tebow shirt, and I said, nope. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until he decides to play hockey, and then I'm going to buy his hockey jersey because this idiot literally people just let him do and, and he just thinks he's the second coming of, of jesus and he can just do whatever he wants and he's like oh i'm just gonna all of a sudden i, I want to play baseball i've played since high school so i'm gonna play baseball now i'm gonna go play tight end again like this guy is a joke an absolute utter joke
2: is he a joke or is urban meyer the joke for bringing him on the team now, here's the by, thing by the way you know he only needs <coughs> to play what like That's three games for his nfl pension to kick in
0: that's the thing. If Urban Meyer is doing him a solid and he gives him a hundred percent. Yep. If, if Urban Meyer is doing him a solid, and he gives him one snap in the first three games and then cuts him. So he gets his pension or full pension or whatever the hell it is. Then I respect Urban Meyer. Oh, that's if not making a, a joke out of, thing, of the game. Though, if, if this is a what? That's not making a joke out of the game. No, no. He's oh, just please. To help a guy out. Who, who oh, failed help a guy out. This, is, every a, this is
2: a professional sport. Failed help at a guy every... out. So yeah, yeah but he 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 always... drop away from somebody else. Yeah, I, I would normally away be from a, some would... young kid who could probably use it a hell of a lot more. Use the money than what Tim Tebow needs after playing in the NFL, after playing minor league baseball, Yeah, but it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. After being Jaguars. On ESPN as, a, as a sportscaster, we're going to do him a solid to get him an NFL pension and screw some kid out of out of college, out of a job. It be, yeah, but because so, yeah, it's, but the, it's the, the guy, Jacksonville
1: the, Jaguars,
2: the 50,
1: and it's, it's a the 50, team that needs staying on. A second. It, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and it's a team that's going to do whatever they can to generate some buzz. Here's the thing, right? There's been more buzz about Tim Tebow than there's been about their franchise quarterback, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. And it's, it's it, it to be if you think about it like I don't really like I don't I don't hate it. Like, you know, you take the pressure off your quarterback by bringing in Tebow, you let him be like he's literally a god down in that area. Like, I was in I was in a touch Rich a few weeks back on the way into work and they were talking about how like how revered Tim Tebow is down in South, like in that area. Why? What, what, he won the Heisman
2: crazy. Trophy. He won the national oh, championship. Man, it's
0: Give a college great. town. Tim Tebow's a plug. He's an absolute joke. We,
2: we got Waba in the chat saying that uh, Tebow got cut for our sins. That's a good line. Yeah, a good line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, make it
0: a T-shirt. The, that the, might the, be the, the episode now. The oh, Tebow got cut. the 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 the. the, the, the I can't stand Tim Tebow. I feel about Tim Tebow the way I feel about Kucherov right now. I can't. Actually, I like Kucherov. But the way I feel about Tim Tebow, I, I, I can't do it. I cannot do it. Like you already tried. He's, he's failed, incredibly
1: Tim overrated. But course. here's the thing. How many think of about Hillary? that's the thing that happens. Think about Tim Tebow right now. Like if, if you, it, it's, for example, like the Jaguars are gonna make a ton of money off of Tim Tebow.
2: But We're are they? Doing- I mean, but the merchandising <laughs> is split amongst the league, so it's not like they get any extra money from sales of his shirt. The, well, the place is going to sell out way. anyway because they've got the number one pick coming in. What's his name? The kid with the long Trevor hair?
0: terrible Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence.
2: So, Trevor Lawrence. So how much more is Tebow going to bring in for the team?
1: I mean, who knows? I, look, I just think it's, a, I think it's smart right now because the Tim Tebow chat, the Tim, the Tim Tebow conversations, like, I mean, we're a Boston – you know, based program. And we're talking about Tim Tebow. Like we're doing exactly what, what the Jaguars want us to do. Like, don't worry about the quarterback. Let us develop, let him do his thing. It's all about Tim Tebow right now. Here's the, if Tim Tebow makes 25 catches, it's going to be a major story. The first touchdown he catches, if he makes the team, is going to be be a touchdown. All right. So,
2: so if you tell me that them signing Tim Tebow was a genius move because it takes the spotlight off of lawrence i'll agree with you on that one
0: yeah th- do you think that, that will Gini take Arabi the spotlight off of lawrence do you think do you think that's the case i'd go that i'd go that they're trying to get him his pension over the fact that it was trying to I, take the spotlight i don't
2: think now. they're smart enough to think of that
0: no that's what no, i'm saying I, I, i'll go with the pension. Chris is Chris is smarter than urban meyer there's no way that's actually that's that's a great thought truthfully credit maybe you should go into uh what would that be Executive marketing for the NFL? I, I do it tomorrow. But, like,
1: the, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I just I, – you think about, like, the, the Jaguars, they're not a franchise that's established, that has, like, prestige, that has anything attached to them. When you think about the Jacksonville Jaguars, you think of just it, – it's just an organization that just doesn't win. There's no, there's no substance to them. You say the New England Patriots, you think Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Super Bowl championships. Robert Kraft. Like you can just, you can probably rattle off ten different things about the New England Patriots, New York Giants, you or Dallas Cowboys. Like Oakland Raiders. Like there are teams you, uh, Las Vegas Raiders now. But like there are teams you can say something, and then there's words you'll say right afterwards that are synonymous with that team. You say Jacksonville Jaguars, Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to establish something, and I give them credit for trying to do that.
0: Yeah, Tebow ain't it. Tebow's just not it. That's not it. It's not it. You see the you, you you, you
2: should,
0: you should picture of that house walking down. It was like walking to, it, was, it had to be during OTAs or, or voluntary minicamp or whatever. He's walking down the thing and he's got his gloves on already. And a, a, an actual, I forget who it was, but a real tight end so, uh, said some someone let him know that he doesn't need to have his gloves on for at least another three and a half hours. He's walking down the, walking down the, he's like going to stretching, wearing his gloves already. And he's all ready to go. He's just a, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I I can't stand it. That was your Patriots minute.
1: So how about them Celtics?
0: No, let's do Red Sox quickly, quickly. Okay. It's, get some, give some, give some, give some uh, Red Sox nuggets between the two. Of you guys. <clears throat> I'm taking this segment off. So go ahead.
2: Now we just talked about the Red Sox yep. last week. Yeah, so give, give, us know, of, give us a little bit of red. Give us a little bit of red. Red Sox, Sox uh, back in first place, half game up on the Rays. They got a three game series with them starting tonight, and then they play the Yankees over the weekend at Fenway. Not going to change the course of the American League East, but you know if they okay. take two out of three in both series, they're sitting in good, good
0: place. Oh, it's a good stretch. It's a good stretch. It's a good stretch for the
1: Red Sox at least. Sox are up a half game right now. Like you know, Bill just alluded to, they're up right now, five two. Uh, we're recording. The Sox are playing the Rays. Uh, Wanda Franco's debut. Erod's pitching tonight. So, this is a key series. This is probably the most important series the Red Sox have had all season long. You come out of this, and let's say you take two or three, yeah. at the very least, three from Tampa Bay. You know, you, if you come out of it with a game-and-a-half lead, or even just two games, you know, you're sitting in a good spot, and theoretically, you're now going to go and play a banged-up Yankees team just a Luke like bat, but... Still a banged up team. You got Pedroia night on Friday night, which I'm going to, by the way. I'm very excited for that. So you got Pedroia night Hashtag on Friday content. night. Oh, there'll be content. Um, so you have you have Pedroia night. Um, it, it's also per, it's Perez day as well on, 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 on Saturday, uh, Friday night. Um,
2: Martin you Perez? You know, the
1: Red Sox could really. Martin Perez, yeah. The Red Sox could put some distance between themselves and New York even more in Tampa Bay. This week, and then begin to start to you know roll into July with some momentum, and then from there it's what are the Red Sox going to do from a trade standpoint and, and things from from there. So, um, you the know, draft. I just think Boston. Cool. I and then the, exactly then the draft. So the Red Sox need to go out and they need to put that terrible series in Kansas City completely behind them, um, because that was that was a bad series.
2: That was like a trap to lose series. To a free-
1: it, it was and you know like the red sox i just think that they it was a perfect storm like they it was first off it was incredibly hot they would <laughs> like statistics or whatever that's out there that the red sox when they're in extreme weather or whatever it is like they have a losing record or something like that but like so they didn't really hit and you need to take advantage of, of teams that are scuffling and the world's been scuffling so Red Sox needs to come out of this. I'd love to see a sweep. Sweep the Rays and go three and a half games. Like, that would be pretty legit to round out the month um, and get it to Petey night. I'm looking forward. I'm, not, I'm really looking forward to Friday night. I, this would be now. I I was there for a tease night. I was there for Mario Rivera night, but that just kind of, like, happened out of the, you know, just randomly. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the Dustin Pedroia night. should be a really good time.
0: Chris, right now is like thunder and lightning. It's driving me absolutely insane. There's, like, there must be some sort of lag between – like from your connection, so your mouth is moving, but it's like a bad anime, and the words aren't lining up, and it's it's like it's like like you're seeing it before it actually has it's like thunder and lightning or or a horrible old I, Godzilla I think it movie. Because like I said,
1: I think it's that Wi-Fi that. Because like I said, I lost power, like <coughs> to reset Wi-Fi, so it might have to do with that, or maybe I'm just talking way
0: too quick. No, no, no. You're, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a it's it's a visual anomaly, lagging on the on the screen. It's I mean it sounds fine. It's just it's just watching you talk and it's like I'm like seeing your reactions before hearing what you're saying and it's like what the heck is going on here? Either way, um the so fun fact you're talking about a joy night and I got offered box seats to go to the game on Sunday, but I'm leaving for New Hampshire in uh on Thursday morning and I won't be back in time for the game, so I had to politely decline. But box seats so, are watching this game. Yeah, big 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 big, big, big L for me.
1: Company perks here. You know, I
0: mean? like that, take those that, tickets. And pass them yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. You ain't kidding. Pass them down. Uh, so that was that, that. There was a Red Sox minute. Bill, do you have anything to add about the Red Sox? Or did you did you say your piece already?
2: No, I think that's enough.
0: Well, well then, let's talk about the Celtics. What was Celtics like to talk about? I don't Does know. Has anything happened a... with the
2: Celtics lately? Have well, they to, don't have Paul. After the uh, ainge Stevens
0: shakeup. Well, they don't have a coach, so, I mean, that's Still probably... They don't have a, coach. Don't have, don't a point, coach. don't have a point guard either. No, they do. Marcus Smart. Oh, um, yeah, your favorite. They, uh... Marcus Smart, your, your current point guard. Or uh, Pey- Peyton, oh, Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Um, so, anyway, with obviously, obviously, the, probably the biggest news in the city, I would say, right now, is the trade of Kemba Walker uh, to the Oklahoma City uh, Thunder for... Uh, Anna Hoffer. Al Horford, and something named, was it, Moses Brown? Yep. Moses Brown, yes, sir. Could end up being the key piece in the deal. Okay, so if, if you, if, if, do either of you know anything about a Moses Brown? Only what I've read about him since the uh, trade. Yeah, Lay it off. He's, he's tall.
1: He's tall, oh, he's okay. he's arms, tall. He's got long
2: arms. He's tall. Mm. He does
1: wears big hey. shoes um no like he had that crazy game uh when the when okc played boston that brad Stevens had a first-hand look where what the kid have like 19 rebounds or something like that and brad Stevens was like oh wow you know what i mean patrick can get guys like that and then he, he went out and he got him like here's the thing third team for moses brown in three years you know what i mean so
2: and, and he's only 21 and he's only
1: 21 but it's unfortunate, and i I hope, I hope C's fans, like, they, they understand this, but it spells the end of Taco Fall. Taco time is over in Boston, because now you actually have a legitimate player in Moses Brown who can play and theoretically should play, and is worth being on your bench. So the Maine Celtics now, no longer the Red Claws, but the Maine Celtics either are going to have taco time or taco is going to be... I mean, is, is he a really – is he truly an NBA player in the league? He's probably not. He's a G League player, probably at best. So I think it just spells the end for for taco, and it's not a bad thing.
2: Well, it was a good run Was some entertaining a cute moments. story. I'm,
0: yeah, reading Brad, up but, on, I'm reading up on Moses Brown. He he has
2: what, you what? know, the the most sought-after thing in sports, and it's called upside. Right up there with Frenchie Cordero. Tremendous upside. Seven foot two. He's seven foot two, yeah, forty five. He's, he's a big barnum. dude. He is it's, a big kid.
1: So oh, he could dude. end up
2: being the key piece of this deal three, four years from now. Okay. Remember, so the, remember the Celtics also gave up a first round pick.
0: That 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 was going to yeah. be my question. Is that you got you get back out. What Why, because we back need back? another
2: Romeo Langford. Right. Need, I mean, we need a,
0: more Romeo Langford.
2: The, the, the it's going to be a late first round pick most likely, which. You know, how often do those produce in the NBA? So, And Danny hoarded those picks for so long, and got nothing out of them. So I, I'm, I'm not too upset about them giving up a first-round pick. What I thought is was it, really weird about this deal is it was made while the season's still... You know, you st- you're still in the playoffs. When have you, you ever have a seen friend. that, that, it, that a trade is made at the end of a season while the playoffs was still going on? Well, the... the, the yeah. I understand so the salary happened. cap ramifications and everything that went along with it, but I can't ever remember a trade happening with that kind of timing.
0: The thing that happened was that the 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 rumors started flying that that, um, <clears throat> that uh, what's-his-nuts was going to be traded at the trade deadline. Danny Ainge was trying to move Kemba Walker at the trade deadline, and then Kemba Walker came out and said, oh, my feelings are hurt, I'm going to cry. And so it, I yeah. f- kind of feel like... When he got booed.
1: I, he was upset that he got booed, too. Like, there was I, another report that came out. Kemba's feelings were hurt because he got booed. Welcome, like, welcome being a pro athlete. You're going to get booed.
0: Soft. Well, I feel as though that it was probably something where it was it was something that they would just want to do sooner rather than later, get the cap relief and get rid of a player that is that was starting to cry and the, the reports got out that he was gonna was probably going to be traded anyway and maybe Brad just saw a deal that he liked. Him. I mean, Chris made a good made a point that he he saw this Moses Brown person uh, up close and personal. We know what Al, Al Horford's been here before. And we know what we know what you're going to get out of him, and and you got the cap relief. So maybe it was something where it was kind of like a all the stars kind of aligned. And, and he said, you know what, I need to do it now. And it also allows him to start his own legacy outside of the shadow of Danny Ainge. And it gives him a it, it's 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 now a stamp and a, and a step in the right direction of something that this is how I'm going to handle the team. The team is now mine. I'm trading one of my max one of my max contract guys. The team is the team is mine. And and th- this is how I'm handling it. Yeah. I'm seeing an issue. That's, all, moving that's all
2: well and good. I'm questioning the timing of it to happen Listen, while the playoffs is still going on.
0: I'm saying because it's probably something where they wanted to get it out sooner rather than later because they didn't want Kemba Walker just, like, moping around and, and and, and, and you know, crying. And, and so they, they saw an opportunity and they jumped on it. But I wouldn't I mean, think he's that would be allowed
2: well, within the rules to still trade well. during the season.
0: Well, I don't anyway, be, anyway, I don't. We don't, don't have think to it, believe I that. Point. I don't think it can. I don't think it can be finalized. It probably, yeah, season. it was
2: just announced. It wasn't actually finalized. Right. But right. So, so now the smear campaign has started on Kemba. There's some allegations that he didn't re- rehab appropriately last year in the bubble, and that, for his knee, and that's why, you know, he wasn't able to play as much in the bubble as as they had hoped after he had had his procedure. So it's just your typical now smear campaign. Players out of town. Let's let's smear him.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: like that. I don't like let me, that. Let me tell you what I don't like and what actually kind of like rubbed me the wrong way was the morning that the deal was announced. Like typically if I'm either off or I'm going to work later in the day, I watch 985, and I'm I, I like I'm a huge uh, Zoe and Beetle fan, and I go, I tune in for 10 o'clock, and you have Hardy – and now, or, I'm sorry, and um, and Jones was, Adam Jones was filling in. And then the narrative was, oh, well, maybe they traded Kemba too soon. Like, what happens if Kemba comes back? What if he's got something left in the tack? But, dude, like, we got to see what Kemba was up close and personal. There's, his knees are done. So maybe he goes to OKC and he puts up a couple of good games. Like, how often did Kemba play back-to-backs? Like, Kemba Walker... I'm not saying like he's done retire, but he's not the same player that he was. And I don't want to hear, well, the Celtics are worse right now. The off season hasn't even started. Right. Right. Like I give, I give Brad kudos for going out and trying to make a move. Like you think about, just look at the Al Horford side of the deal. One, you get a player that Brad loves and he's familiar with. That's one. Two, there's non-guaranteed money within the contract. So he could be here this year and then only maybe get – maybe the Celtics can hook for, like, what is it, like $13 million next season, and you can let him go. You know, like, the fact that Brad was able to move $73 million of Kemba Walker's money and he got a young player, a young big, which, by the way, the Celtics have had a tough time finding bigs who can play because Taco's not it. Like, he is not it, and it's depth to the bench. Like, who better to know what his team needs than the coach – who coached the team? Like he was using the groceries that Danny bought. Well, Danny kept buying the store brand. Now Brad wants to go and buy name brand. But in this case here, you've got a player who's that fringe like store brand name brand and Moses Brown who might have potential and he might be something. Oh, and by the way, you're getting a player in Al Horford who understands your system, understands what you're trying to do. And I don't wanna like hear the the narrative, oh well if he plays. He barely played with Philly, and he got traded, and he didn't do much with OKC. Look at the situations of those teams. Like, what was the situation in Philadelphia that resulted in the fact that he got traded? He just did not fit in the room with the process, which is over, by the way, in Philadelphia. And he got shipped out because OKC is trying to acquire players who then in turn turn into assets. You know what I mean? And then... I think it's a good move. I don't see any downside to it at all. And by the way, the off season hasn't even started yet. So to say that they're worse, okay, great. They don't have a point guard. But the off season hasn't started. And Brad Stevens went and did something that was out of the box and we didn't expect. And that has me excited because maybe there's more to come. Oh, and by the way, he's going to tell the league hey, I'm not looking to win every deal. I just want to get fair value and build myself a good team.
0: Well, I think, he's, I think he basically came out and said that. And the, the thing about Kembo, the thing about Walker, he's saying, oh, maybe we, maybe they, they gave up on him too soon. He might come back, blah, blah, blah. I don't think
2: they did. Garbage. I, I don't think. No, no, no,
0: I, I, I agree. I agree.
1: Adam Pacman <laughs> Jones in 98.5 and, and Tony Maserati, they think that they gave up on him too soon. No, 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 you need people to listen to your program. That's what you're saying that for. They didn't give up on him too soon. <laughs> You need to move that money and you need to ship those knees out of Boston.
0: Well, it's, it's, it, then that's what Brad Stevens said. I don't think it was necessarily about the player. It's not like, oh, we had, we wanted to move on from Kemba Walker and he's a horrible player. I don't think that's, that's not, he didn't rehab the smear campaign. I don't think that's really the case. I think the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that they had a chance to get out from that contract and he, he certainly wasn't going to live up to the money and they saw an out and, and they, and, and they, they, they took advantage of it and they put themselves in a better situation. Hey, Maybe so- not for this year, but, but, but definitely going forward. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking down the line and you, you're going to free up money, and, and you know, maybe maybe you've got a potential max slot when somebody, when a legitimate point guard can hit the a
1: You get a max slot player one year earlier, and on top of that, like, here's a hot take. Can we maybe sign a point guard or bring a point guard in who doesn't have bum knees? Like, Kyrie's knees, there was some issues when he came over from the Cavs, and then Kemba, there was some issues there. Can we get a guy who's on a fresh set of knees? Like, can we get that?
0: The other thing is that you also free up yourself a max spot to maybe to potentially go out and get and get another max player. And I, I don't, I mean, you'd have to look around the league and say that there's there's certainly point guards who are not happy in their current situation. Lillard. Dame Lillard, Russell Westbrook. I mean, it's just like there there are certainly point guards that you could you could possibly. I mean, I know it's not it's not a, an ideal situation, but would Ben Simmons make this team better? You know, like like those. Uh. Are, I'm hey, gross. look, I'm just talking about think soft. A, think, think about that. Think about this for yeah. a second. What is the knock on Ben Simmons? That he's soft. He can't
2: shoot. He's a facilitator. It, 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 what do the Celtics need? You know who I was thinking the, guy the perfect guy shoot. for the Celtics okay. to bring in would be? Rajon Rondo. No, no, no. You talk about a facilitator. No. And he's he 95 maybe the line. coach.
0: Maybe
2: the coach. The coach is the biggest thing right now.
0: Because no, no, no. you can't depending be able to attract
2: these players to Boston. You don't have a coach. So what's what's bringing these players in? The fact that they're going to play with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. The bring the players in. Tatum's going to bring the players in, and then in. they don't even know Brown's, who the coach
0: is going to be. Brown's the, the the coach does not matter in the NBA. What does Steve Nash do for so the? Well, program? to an extent, to, ex- to an extent, because
1: like if the Boston Celtics, depending on who they hire, you know full well, depending on who the Celtics hire, is going to matter whether or not the Jays are going to stay. Beyond their contracts when they're up in a couple years.
0: I just I I don't I don't don't, don't
1: like the idea of Ben.
0: The coach doesn't matter. It does not matter who's coaching the team. It does not matter who's the coach of the Boston Celtics now. It doesn't matter who's the coach of the Boston Celtics when Tatum and Brown's contracts up. What's going to matter is it does matter because
2: they're the ones who are going to pick the coach.
0: It it doesn't matter. It it does not matter. It does matter because they're the the ones who are going to pick the coach.
2: If you want them to stay, you've got to get the coach that they want. The players matter.
0: No, that's it. The player matters. That's it. That's it. You know who should be conducting the coaching interviews? It's Tom Brad Stevens, and Wick Grosbeck. It's Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown. Those are the guys that, that that should be conducting these interviews. And then whoever, who, and then Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are the ones that are going to have to go out and recruit the the free agent or the next player to come here because because it, the, the coach
2: does not matter. So if they're not happy with the coach, are they going to recruit players to come here?
0: They should. They. What, what, what is it? Honestly, what does it really matter? You just replace the coach in two seconds. Just get some former plan you know
1: what actually recruiting really quick. did you guys see the report that came out the article that yeah. came out? I forgot where it was that there was a member of the Boston Celtics that basically swayed Blake Griffith from coming here like he had some interest in coming to Boston and they basically said, don't come here because the locker room is dysfunctional. like I want to know who that guy is and you trade his ass like deuces.
0: Honestly,
1: well, it's probably Marcus Smart. I'm all I'm all for trading Marcus Actually, no.
0: Smart. You, you, you you honestly you have to look at someone that it would be it would have to be a veteran or it would have to be a superstar. So we either reach out to Tatum or Tristan Thompson. Like those are the like realistically, those are probably the uh, only I mean, guys. Tristan, Tristan Thompson had a really good last 40 hours. Or, yeah, or or maybe it was Kemba. Yeah, a, a veteran of or there's a veteran quote superstar in Kemba. So maybe it was Kemba. And maybe maybe
1: so so maybe exactly. So if it was, let's just say for example, let's just hypothetically say that it was Kemba Walker. We don't know that it was. Let's just pretend that it was. Maybe there's motivation as why Brad Stevens moved him out as quickly as he did. Could be. Because they, guess what? The off season's coming up. I can't have a Kemba walk on my roster telling players not to come here and messing up our recruiting process and what I'm going to try to do to improve this team. I can't have that. G. Willikers, G. Willikers, <laughs> send him out of here. I like that That's as the narrative Brad Stevens, more so than what they G-willikers. did now.
0: Yeah, no, you, and it actually might make sense that it was him, and maybe that's part of the reason why it was already done, and maybe that's part of the reason why it was already announced, So maybe it all—it's it's all adding up and it's all—all uh, all cohesive. But, but at what point do you now turn and you say maybe it's not these point guards that are prima donnas and and because you, you you know Kyrie was here and he had a problem in the locker room. Oh, it's Kyrie, it's Kyrie, it's Kyrie. Now it's been known that there's a locker room problem. But at, at what point do you have to look at Tatum and Brown and say, you know what, it, it, you guys now need to have step up and be and some it, sort of leader? Because like it or not, on this team, they're they're now the veterans. Those guys are the veterans is now. Is
1: that now? But is that why a guy like Al Horford is back to come into the locker room and bring that dynamic of a professional basketball player to say to the guys, look, you are incredibly talented, and we can do something special here and keep these guys, you know, more aligned. I think that there's we'll get a lot of these answers as this off season. First of all, we just got to get through the conference finals into an NBA championship, but at some point at some point we'll get some of these answers these questions answered by some of the moves that Brad's going to do. And you know, I I just I have no issues whatsoever with what they're doing right now. I actually feel in, you know, rejuvenated as a fan because I don't think that Danny Ainge doesn't make this move. That move with Kemba no. doesn't happen at all. No, because there's they, a first-round they, 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 they would try to rehabilitate the, the whole dynamic in the relationship and, and try to make that work when clearly it just wasn't working. Brad Stevens was able to get some value. He may not have won that trade right now, but he got some value in Moses Brown. He cleared out money, and he got a player who did not want to be here out. Andy showed the league I'm not afraid to make a trade and it's a new it's a it's a new program here in Boston and I I think it's refreshing that the Boston Celtics are are now moving forward in a with a new focus
0: Bill your thoughts
2: I thought I already gave my thoughts
0: oh well I I was (laughs) Chris 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 and I just talked about 20 minutes so they were probably new thoughts I figured
1: I know we're talking about the Celtics, but I want to jump back to baseball really quick because it's something that's happening right now. So the umpires breaking, are yeah. going and they're you're breaking, but the umpires, are, you know, they're going and they're, they're, they're checking pitchers between innings for spider attack or illegal substances. Max Scherzer had a psycho meltdown on the mound. He took his hat off his head, threw it off of his head onto the, onto the ground. He's taking his belt off. Uh, it, it, the, his manager's out on the field, the, pit, the players are around him, it's like legitimately, a, it, it's not a good look for baseball, but the fact that Max Scherz is taking his belt off and having them check his, his waist and everything else for this stuff is, is comical.
0: See, it's amazing to me that there's the two different types of players because I haven't. I mean, obviously, I want to see the meltdown. I haven't seen it, but you have that, and then you have Degrom yesterday, who was just like so calm, cool, and collected. Like, yeah, guy, you want me to take my belt off? All right, no problem. Cool, no problem. I think it was Maddie, um, who Maddie D. I think he was the one who said, "I know baseball's trying to crack down on it, but if Degrom's not using some substances, let's let him use substances and see how dynamic and elite he would be then." because that dude is electric and if he's they're not he to let using these anything,
1: guys do I
0: didn't hear what you said
1: and i i, I think they're going to have to let these guys use something and i think we, we we touched upon that on the on the Sox podcast that we did last week they're going to have to let these players use something that's going to allow them it's not even so much for the fact of trying to get a competitive advantage i do think there's something that need, that is to be said that a guy can go and throw a 99 to 100 mile an hour fastball and not know where that's going to go, and maybe that does help them. I'm sure there's got to be something, or maybe you, the the umpires doctor the balls ahead of time, or the league has some sort of special like tack that goes on there to make the balls a little bit easier for these guys to handle.
2: How about just but... make a ball that isn't as slick? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You know, like make there's make it I more mean? like, like a football yeah,
2: but... with a pe- with a pebble grip or something like
0: that, so it isn't slippery. Or just follow the rules. Like, uh, I don't want to get it going again. I really don't want to get going again. Use like, the whole just field. Just, the just use the whole field. No, just follow the rules. Like, like, like the rules. Like, like, uh, I'm sorry, but a baseball is a baseball. It's like the same baseball you pick. Like, when these guys are throwing bullpens, are they using sticky stuff? Like, just throw the damn ball and shut up. Like, it, 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 who cares? Who cares? Tyler, I, I like. I like Tyler Glass now. Like legitimately think he's a legitimate talent. But that interview he did where he was crying and saying it that his injury was like a whiny little Oh my bitch. God!
2: shut up. Shut up. Oh I, well, I had this... to hold the ball tighter and, and that's what led to my injury, please. Okay, so you don't know how to pitch. You just know how to you just know how to how to
0: use how to use is- sticky stuff to grip a baseball. Like give me a break. Just shut up and throw the ball. The ball hasn't changed from the from, from the time that you were 14 years old to now. Yes, you use a smaller ball in Little League, but that's about it. So called 13 years old, because actually no most thirteen year olds are playing in the Little league still. So 14 years old and, and the ball has not changed. It's the same baseball. Just throw the ball. Learn how to throw the ball and throw the ball. Like like seriously, when you guys when you guys warm up, are you using sticky stuff to help yourself warm up too? Like give me a break. Just throw the damn baseball and shut up. There's there's nothing
2: wrong with the pitchers (laughs) wanting to be able to have more control. If you're a hitter and you're standing in that box and a guy's throwing 100 miles an hour, you want to know that the pitcher has control. But there are ways to do that. They went beyond that and took advantage of it and and got that extra advantage out of the spin rate and all that stuff with the sticky stuff that they were putting on. So
0: they pushed it too far. That's what the problem is right now. Why not just why not just regulate it? Why not why not like if you're the, if you're oh everybody's going to do because it. Because Major League base
1: it? Major League baseball doesn't want to do Major League baseball they 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 turned their back on the on the steroid problem for how many years until they had to do something about it's it? Not that they didn't want to do it. They, like they turn their back on this like <laughs> players have like used sticky substances for years and years and years. So now they have to do something about it and like, I'm okay with them doing something about it, but, like, there's a reason why that these guys are using stuff outside of spin question. rates and everything else. There's some guys that are using because they need to con- – they feel they need to control the baseball better. If that's the case, then get something that everyone can use that makes sense.
0: Two-part question. And that's
1: within the rules and and, and go from there. Oh.
0: Oh, so let's get something that they're allowed to use. That's within the rules. What's that little white bag that's on the pitching mound? It's kind of like, looks like looks like little looks like dust particles when they're playing. What is that thing called? Do you ever see a pitcher go and pick one of those up now? Yeah, that's my point exactly. What yeah. is that? What is that y- called? Years that? ago, What's you'd see a pitcher he'd go back called?
2: there, he'd bounce it in his hand, and the white stuff would yeah. go all over the place. Now, your now your it just sits hand, there. Like, they never now touch it. Like,
0: Question: What, what is yeah, that thing called? Like, not, Anybody know? It's a rosin oh, yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, you know what it's
2: called. What is it used for? It's used for drying your hands so you can get a better grip on the ball.
0: That's all you need. That's it. Everything else is now either illegal or you say okay, you can use some little little surgery, whatever. And then they then did you mix that. A, you they, mix they, a little they,
2: bullfrog they, into it and then it but, improves but, your but, grip even more and gets but, you more but, spin rate. And then you, then you come the up point. with new stuff that gets you, you more spin the rate. This that's, is the that's the problem. It's spun out of control.
0: No this pun intended. The I'm gonna I'm I'm go gonna back Amazon and use the rosin spider. bag, and that's it. You're done. That's it. You, there's, this is what you're allowed to use. Anything else is now illegal. No sunscreen. No bullfrog. No no spider attack. No whatever. No none of this crap. Here's your rosin bag. This is what you're allowed to use. This is what pitches This is what this is what you're using. This is what you're. This is what you're allowed to use. My other question is. I'm
1: gonna I'm on to spider attack, and I'm gonna use spider attack on the next podcast, and I'm just gonna have it. I'm just gonna How be kind of clap and.
0: What's that, what, like? What is that? Is that gonna fix your? Is that gonna fix your connection so you I'm, look like thunder and lightning? Like what is that? Like what is it gonna do? No, I don't understand. I'm, like like
1: they, know, they 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 I have spin my I'm takes. I'm gonna tell you
0: what we're gonna be spin <laughs> takes. with I spin, the, rates. The I spin stack. rates on his takes. No, the, 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 they have something. They have something that you're allowed to use, and and then and then they just like turn like you said. They just turn a blind eye. That that's what it's used for. The other question is how much of this is driven by the fact that there's social media now. Could you imagine what social media would have been like during the steroid era of baseball? Could you just, could you imagine what that would have looked like? Like, It would have been,
1: it would have, it would have been
0: crazy. You can't go five seconds on Twitter without seeing a video of some pitcher gripping his glove and his glove sticking to his hand. And, like, it just kept growing and grow. I remember way back when some guy was doing every single start that John Means had for the Orioles, he went back and watched. And the guy, every single time he reached into his glove, his glove stuck to his hand because he had something on his glove. So, like, how much of it is how much of it is social media driven? And how much is it – like, how much did the league actually want to do something as opposed to the league felt like they needed to do something? Which gets me back to the question in the chat is why do it after the start of the season? And which I think it's driven – it, 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 it's driven. It's driven by social media. It's driven by the outrage that's coming from the the quote from the fan base more so than the players in the game. Like we're we're, we're hitters really Like it, it, like this is a social media driven problem. But it was also affecting well, the well, product on the field Not because you had
2: the pitchers being so dominant, the games were so boring.
1: And that's give me, what? exactly. Thank you. And that was what I was going to say too. It is a byproduct of that, and the league needs to. The league wants no hitters. The league doesn't want seven of them in the first six weeks. The league wants their, the the league wants some 10 to eight games. They want 11 to 10 games. They want some of that stuff. They want to have pitchers duels. They want that balance. The problem is, and to your point, yeah, social media is so hyper focused on anything. There's a lot of fake outrage over this spider attack. There's people that are mad because it's the, it's trendy to be mad. It's trendy to be pissed. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're part of something if you're oh. able to go and be unhappy about something. And that's fine. It, it do you. But at the end of the day, the, if Major League Baseball is doing this because they want to improve the product for the long-term sustainability of the game, fine. I'm okay with that. But they have to also acknowledge that they are using some some substances because they do need to have a better grip on that based off of some guys can throw 100 miles an hour and I not know where it's going. And I think you've got to come to up to a happy medium, but what's going to end up happening is when collective bargaining happens, this is going to be part of it. You know full well that this is going to be something that they are going to have to collectively bargain, and it's going to be something that's going to hold up whether or not Major League Baseball is going to play. Whether or not pitchers are going to be able to have stuff on their hands or their arms, their abs, their belts, whatever it is, in order to throw a baseball.
0: I don't think that it's. I don't think it's based. The league is doing it based on the integrity of the game, or for the betterment of the game, or any of that stuff. Not because integrity. I
1: think they're focused on the betterment of the game.
0: Okay, see I don't think it is because 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 for five years, six years, seven years now we've been talking about the pace of play, and there's been no changes to the pace of play. They're not. They haven't instituted this time clock, this this pitch clock. They haven't institu- They they haven't really instituted anything to improve the but pace of play. A batter limit. Please what give is, me a break. Give me but a break. What's something so, that's different about the UFC? They want to. They want to do. They want to do this for the betterment of the betterment of the game. They wouldn't come up with a with a memo in a week and get it out and not be able to change the pace of play for five years. They're not doing it for the betterment of the game. They're doing it because they're getting crying outrage from social media. Don't 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 like. It's not for the betterment of the game. That, that's that's because because if they wanted to make their game better, they would come up with better ways to make it so that we don't have to sit for five hours, four hours to watch a Red Sox-Yankees game. It wouldn't be that like, you want to have the betterment. Like, institute these rules. Change those things. you are confusing up with a betterment of
2: the game games. with pace of play. They're two separate issues. You can have a four-hour game that's exciting to watch and has a lot of action going on. But if you've got a three-hour game and it's just comprised of 30 strikeouts between the two teams... What fun is that to watch?
0: Yeah, well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's maybe maybe that's because the hitters are uh, three the three outcomes. It's it's a it's a it, 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 it you're not blaming it on the pitchers for having sticky stuff. It, it's a combination of all of it. It's it's it, it's the whole sport is just it's not a great product right now, and it's bad because it it it's it's suffering, and it's and it's sad because there are some really exciting players like Tatis and Otani and uh and um. Acuna, Acuna, and even even this Wander is it, did Fra, did Wander Franco just hit a three-run home run?
1: I don't know if he did. I
0: just
1: yeah, he might have just he might. Yeah, because
0: yeah, we got the chat. Franco the three-run oh. bomb. The oh. Rays new player just hit three-run Johnson. Go Rays! Yeah, shut up, Corey. The uh, it, but it it, it it's it, I and I, don't, I don't think it's bl- the the games aren't there th- there aren't thirty strikeouts because the uh because the pitchers are using sticky stuff. It's a combination of the pitchers using sticky stuff and the and the in all batters not choking up, not using the whole field, the shifts. Like it, it's all it's all a combination and to blame it solely on the pitchers and to make this change is I'm telling you it's 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 But when you got reaction, a guy like
2: when you've got a guy like Wade Miley who throws a no-hitter and then a few starts ago flirted with another no-hitter. You tell me something's not going on when a guy like that can Potentially throw two no hitters in There's been so many no-name pitchers who have, who have
0: had no hitters this year. All
2: right, so isn't that an indication for you? I'm using him as one example. Yeah, isn't no, that an indication so. for you on these rank-and-file pitchers that are now suddenly throwing no hitters.
0: That Dallas maybe there's Brayden something
2: going game? on there. Doesn't Dallas
0: Braden have a perfect game? Yeah, one.
2: Yeah, that guy blows.
0: Okay, yeah. so it's like it happens all the time where 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 a, some no-name pitcher throws a no hitter. What Was the guy saying yes. where the no hitter blown because of the bad call? Andre something. I want to say Galarraga, yeah, I that's right. not right. Hey, I think it was Armando Galarraga. Arma- okay, whatever. Like, like it, it, no name, play- no name pitchers all of the time. Come on, yeah, I know you ours. have know you have, have aberrations
2: perfecting. like that, but when you have multiple pitchers doing it within the first two uh, months I, of the season,
0: I, I don't think it's Spider That doesn't tech. raise a red really flag. Don't. Statistically, no, oh, I, I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's it's solely and strictly Spider Tech. As much as I will never them said to get it was. Just...
2: Never said it was solely and strictly Spider Tech. <laughs>
0: I think I think I think there's a couple of things going on, and one of them being that about three three quarters is aggressive, but probably a third of the league is a is a is a quadruple A team. Like like there's so many bad teams in the league with bad lineups, and and guys take games off on a regular basis now. So even like teams like the Reds who have one good player, their best player's not even playing in games. Like it's just it's just the the league's bad, the skills down. There's a three it's a three outcome for the batters, and the pitchers are getting better. But is that's that a, something? A, is the
2: three outcomes something the league can control? Can the league say you have they, to choke up on the bat when you have two strikes? That's a rule. No, 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 no. No, of course. So they. that's that's the player's approach. But if of a pitcher is doc- illegally doctoring the balls, that's something that baseball can control. Sort of. Theoretically.
0: Sort of. Sort of. I mean, maybe they try they, to enforce
2: the rule uh, that's been on the books for decades.
0: How about, how about how about the fact that they're saying that they're going to suspend guys but still going to pay them. What good is that going to do? That's ridiculous. But but a team loses the roster but... spot. Oh, okay. Yes. So for okay. 10
2: days they have to go with one less player on the
0: roster. Okay. So it hurts you the just team, send... but it
2: doesn't hurt the guy in the wallet. No, that's ridiculous. So you,
0: so you just so so you just send down some some schlub that's that middle infield utility player and call up another well, starting still pitcher. Still one from
2: less the... player on your roster that you have.
0: That's a lot. Does it really, I mean they, they added another guy anyway, didn't in they? The
2: National League it makes a difference. I guess, when you, when yeah. you have your, your bad pitch uh, pinch hitting for
0: pitchers. I guess there's 900 bullpen guys anyway. So what, it, like? And like you, you said, players
2: taking okay. days off. So now you have less opportunity for somebody to take a day off and get a rest, there,
0: especially how many, if you how many, have many, to many,
2: play every many, every day for those 10 days. So, how many guys
0: the Red Sox have in the bullpen? I don't know, eight. Eight. Okay, nine. so you send one. Okay, so you send one guy down. Assuming he has options, whatever. You send one guy down. You call the starting pitcher. You or you or you use an opener for a game. It's really bad. It's really not going to hurt. Losing a roster spot, in my opinion, now if it, you know if it if it if it snowballs and you lose two or three guys in the matter of, of five starts, then maybe maybe then you're maybe then you're talking about something. But the fact that they're still going to pay them shows me that they're just really not that serious about doing it. Well, that's it's probably a players.
2: That's probably a players association thing too, where they're instituting it in the middle of the season. Yeah, and like yeah, Chris said, yeah, this I'm is sure something that there's the going to have to be arbitrated.
1: Well, it's, it, 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 it's going to suck because I and I bet you this is going to be a major part of of what they're going to squabble over and. If there's a lockout, I have I to think that i there... oh, oh, If there's a lockout,
2: don't over, think that baseball is going to start attack. on time next year. It's just not going to happen. This this labor strike, this is just looming on the horizon, and it's, it's going to get ugly.
0: That's a joke.
1: If if they don't, don't... play because of spider strike or stuff with these, but they're so far apart
2: on every be... other issue, this is just another one thrown on top of the pile. If
0: baseball doesn't start on time, if there's a strike next year, baseball is all but done. In my opinion, as far as as popularity goes, and and it's already lagging, and lacrosse is already growing. We do a revolution podcast to be kicked later. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe it's a good thing.
2: Maybe the league contracts, and you spread the talent around, and you've got a better product. Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, you would basically have to cut the league. And
0: You really think about it, there are so many bad teams. There are... More bad teams now than I think there ever have been, and it's it's. I, I think I, I, Arizona
1: won won their first game in like. I, excuse me, excuse me. Arizona, I think, won their first game in like five years. Like I don't even, they I dropped how many games in a row? I almost said a uh, not so nice <laughs> word, bad word.
0: Well, the,
2: I didn't catch any of this, so no torpedo uh, for you. The,
0: all right. I don't think I, it was something like they hadn't won a road game since Bumgarner's fake no-hitter, like something like it was something like that. Like, like it's been... Okay,
1: that should have been a, uh, a no hitter. We're not doing
0: this. We're not doing this. was we're a not doing this. Okay,
2: sorry.
0: We've already done this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're, not doing this. <laughs> we're at basically an hour and a half, so we I, I stuck true to my word, boys. We're <laughs> basically an hour and a half. Awesome. Now, so now we have 45 minutes of sign-offs, and then uh and then we should be good. So uh <laughs> do you guys have any have any closing thoughts before we before we sign off?
2: Uh Shout out to Matty D on the arrival of his twins earlier this week. Or late last week, I should say. Yep.
1: Uh, Congratulations, yes, Matt. Is on Paternity leave right now? Yep.
0: One thing we missed. <laughs> I do want to touch on it quickly. We can't touch is, on anything. Yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Seriously, quickly. Very. Mm, let's touch on it. The. I already forgot his name, but I'm going to pull it up. The. Carl Nazim? La, the Las Vegas Raiders player. Yep. Who. What is his name?
2: Carl Nazem. Carl Nazem?
0: Nasib, Carl Nasib. How up to date on uh, current events I am? It's not even loading. Awesome, great. Anyway, came out as the first openly gay professional athlete or football player. Football player. Act- active, football. active. You had an active
2: NBA player that came out a few years ago. He's the Actor. first football player
0: that's on a roster because remember Michael Sam way back Sam, right. before he got drafted and then he, he did make got the team. Drafted, yeah, He was did, didn't make bought. the team. So it's yeah. the first, the first yeah. rostered uh, openly openly gay player, and uh, um, I saw that his jersey was the highest selling jersey in the NFL over the last two days, and he made a, a huge donation to one of the um, LGBTQ communities uh, fundraisers yeah a a hefty 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 donation so um i do think uh you know credit to him for 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 you know feeling He said i I finally feel comfortable enough so credit to him for for doing that and uh basically he's going to be a pioneer i think i don't i mean i i don't i don't think he's the only the only the only gay athlete i I think you know i think it's going to in the nfl i think it's going to be he's going to be a pioneer for for other players and um Hopefully that that the NFL is gonna be you know, the players will be welcoming and, and uh everything will uh trend in the right direction there.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think this will probably be the, the start of a lot of players that'll that'll be coming out within the next year or so. I think he just needed that one and somebody who was I mean, he's not a, a marquee player in the NFL, but he's a solid NFL veteran. He's been in the league for a few years. He's he's making he's on a big money deal. So, you know, think somebody, somebody, like a, that, break the <clears throat> ice. I, I think it'll be only a matter of time before more follow.
0: And and it, it hope. I mean, hopefully, it's something where p- even players in other leagues also feel comfortable enough to, to now, you know, stand out or say something and and come out and and uh, a lot of credit to him for for like I said, being a pioneer for that.
2: Yeah, it's definitely definitely a brave new world that we're living in now. That's for sure. We've got. Potentially a, a woman NBA coach looming on the horizon, NBA mm-hmm. head coach. Uh, you've got women GM in baseball. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some knuckleheads that'll that'll heckle him for it at some point. You know, some some drunken fans will will get on. Yeah, for as long as it's it. not a, I
0: mean, as long as it's not players. Like, it, like as as long as it's it not players. It probably will be. I,
2: I saw a good tweet. Somebody asking if Richie Incognito was still with with the oh. bill, with the with the Raiders. You know, yeah, I don't think
0: so. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm His sure was a right. racism thing, though, wasn't it? His was a racism thing.
2: Yeah, but, I mean...
0: But, right. not uh, bad, bad that much a of a separation. Person. A bad person's a bad person.
2: Right.
1: But, yeah, I did... I, we, yeah, I, we, well, I was going to say, like, you know, a couple of years back, there was a player in the MLS, uh, Colin Martin, who, who was the first, you know, openly gay soccer player. Um, You know, and, and yeah, Nassib is the, is the first... You know, true professional athlete who's active and playing, and it, I just, you know, it, we're in a we're in a point in time I think in our history, and and where like just how inclusive and diverse that I just think that people are becoming and understanding of things that you know I know people are going to say you know you're pushing your you know your personal life, your thoughts, your values. It's not about that. Like he's going to be able to open some doors for other players. Like there is other players all across. This might be something in like the New England Patriots right now, who's in the same situation, you know what I mean, like, so, I, I don't, like, this is a good thing, not only just for, like, the league, but it's a good thing for just, like, people in general, you know what I mean, like, you know, we're at work, I mean, we're, it's a, it's a big thing with work, and, and, um, how we're trying to celebrate it, we did a Pride Day at work on Monday, um, and we were supportive for the people that work at the, you know, where I work, you know, whether or not that they are, or they have family or friends, and, you know what I mean? And I just think that it's, um, you know, who cares at the end of the day? Like it's, it's, well, that's it's really it's, that's what it it's, should it's,
2: be. Who cares? Can, you know, can the guy play I mean, football it, or not? Can you no, do your job or not? Exactly. You know, what you do in your personal exactly. life is your own business. I don't need to know about it. Whether and whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, I don't need to know what what's going on in your life. I work. You know, if you work with somebody, you work with them. Keep Keep your personal life separate. They don't need to know that kind of stuff.
0: 100% agree, but it's it that's 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 where we're at is that it's it's a, it's a milestone. It's one of those things where it's it's a big deal. And it I think does. with the and at
1: least with but at it, least with an athlete, you have a platform and you can utilize that platform right. and make people comfortable to be like, you know what, he did it or she did it, I can do that too. You know what I mean? I can, yep. you know, and it, it's a good thing. I, and I it's at some it's, point it's something that I...
2: at some point you won't have to do it correct you won't have to come or out right and there and, yeah. no, and say i'm gay no. or whatever because it won't matter
0: right 100 percent do you want i
2: mean you watch and tv now people- you can't go more than a couple commercials without seeing a same-sex couple in the commercial correct. i don't correct. know if you've noticed that and that's just within the last few years so and that's that, that's and a it's, good it's thing becoming and I think it's becoming the norm right you know like, the, the, i mean the, the, my the, generation the, when i grew up no that was you know that that was just was not going to happen. So, I mean, there's been tremendous strides made that something like this is I'll say on the cusp of being considered I don't want to say normal cuz that's that's not the word that I should use, but right, right. widely acceptable. Accepted. Yeah. Maybe is a better word.
1: Yep. And and too, like the type of like so a few years back he was on um Hard Knocks, and I can't remember right now if it was either with the Buccaneers or the Browns when they did it. I, I It escapes me. Uh, but he was featured a couple of times during Hard Knocks, and players were talking about, like, you know, good head on his shoulders, you know, big into talking to players about how to, you know, manage their money, what to do with it from a financial standpoint. You know, so it's not like here's just somebody out there, you know, hey, look at me. This is my it's – not, it's not what it is. You know what I mean? Like this is someone who – very thoughtful understanding what he's about to say is going to have an impact on a league that is very football is, is macho uh, you know, it's a macho sport and it's to have an athlete that's going to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to announce this. I'm comfortable enough. I can do this. I have the support from my friends, my family, loved ones, team, whatever. And I just, you know, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. And, and, you know, last, like the last year with, with, you know, work and just a lot of, you know, classes, seminars about diversity, inclusion, and how to look at things from, from empathy, sympathy, everything else. Like, you know, you, you learn how to look from two different lenses when it comes to many different uh, topics and things like that, that the second that this is a topic, it's, it's like, okay, you know, sure, great. And now go and play football on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, and it, 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 it'll it be refreshing when we get to that point as a culture. You know what I mean? To your point, guys, like you don't have to go and do an IG video to say, hey, this is my situation. You know what I mean? So, right. but just,
0: I, give just, I give him a lot of credit. I give him a lot of
1: credit. I do you know too. And team... I, and I,
0: and I, go ahead, Michael. I think that the, 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 the most impressive thing to me is also the, the support and outreach to have the, the number ones. Like, like you said, this isn't a, a household name. This isn't a marquee guy. And now he has the for the last couple of days, he's had the highest selling jersey. I think that that shows the, the, the amount of support and the, the greater good that, you know, you're going to have a couple of fans or a couple of guys or whatever, but the greater, the, the, the greater amount of people are going to be supportive and, and understanding. And, and I mean, I think that that goes to show that, you know, he's, I mean, just think, you I mean, he beat out guys like Tom Brady for the highest selling jerseys and like that, that, that's saying something to me. I think that that's, that's definitely something that as a, and, and a fan base of, of the NFL and of just professional sports, I think is, is, is nice to see.
2: I'm guessing probably a lot of his teammates already knew. This probably oh, wasn't sure. a major shock for I'm them.
0: Sure. I'm sure. And, and and those who didn't, they, they probably – you know what? He probably did it during OTAs, probably told them during OTAs, and then and then made the decision to tell everybody else.
2: Oh, I would think he definitely – I mean, if he was smart, he informed the team first before he did anything. Of
0: course, like of course, of course, of course. And then I I, don't know, I just, just credit to him and, uh, yeah, so that was uh, a quick, quick topic. That was longer than we talked about the – Longer than we talked about the Red Sox. We talked about the Red Sox, but anyway, it needed to be said. Um, so anyway, uh, thank you guys for for tuning into the chat. Thank you, too, for joining me. Uh, if you missed all of uh, our glorious faces and uh, some of the conversations going on in the chat here, Waba, D.A. Travers, Corey, thank you, guys. Uh, Grez, I saw in here. Uh, don't forget to, to check us out on twitch.tv slash Syndicate. You can uh, find us on Twitter where Chris will be bringing all sorts of uh, Pedroia Day content this upcoming weekend. Uh, at uh, Boston Sports, S-Y-N, Instagram, Boston Sports, S-Y-N, Twitch. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, TikTok, Boston Sports Syndicate and uh, Facebook, Boston Sports Syndicate. Obviously, you know where to find our podcasts because you're listening to them. Um, don't forget to check out symbol.app and use code BSS for $10 bonus deposit on your first first deposit. Also, if you're checking out a sporting event, if you want to go to Pedroia Day and meet Chris there, you can go to SeatGeek.com. Use code BSS. You'll save yourself twenty, ten dollars. Jesus, ooh, ooh, ten dollars uh, off of your uh, first purchase of fifty dollars or more. Always and always twenty percent. So. Nope, <clears throat> nope, that's not right. It's ten dollars off a fifty-dollar purchase or more. Supposed to be first-time email use. You know how we feel about that. I don't know how many emails you have, but I, you know, a few. So, quick, not, not say no more. yep. Uh, don't forget uh, to have your balls. Thank you by going to manscaped.com using code BSS for 20% off of your purchase, as well as free shipping. You can get yourself the Lawn Mower 4.0. You can get yourself the Shed, which is a travel kit. You can get yourself a pair of boxers. You can get yourself a T-shirt, a nose and ear trimmer. There's a plethora I just got the
1: boxers. Packs. The boxers were 25% off, and with our code, they came out to like 10 bucks, 11 bucks a pair. It's a three pack, whatever. But really good deal. BSS. And
0: also. I just got 20% to off. shed
2: for a Father's Day present.
0: I use mine when I went to Savannah. I'll be using mine this weekend when I go to New Hampshire. Carry all your toiletries. Anything else? Did I cut it all? Did I miss anything? Oh, Actually, I, have one more. I do have one more thing I want to say. For those of you who did tune in, tune in on Twitch, uh, the song that brought us into the show is the brand new song by Jay Kelly called Brew Youth. It'll also be taking us out here. So that's another perk to, to subscribe, or not subscribing, just to following us and catching us on Twitch as you get to hear uh, new music from some of our uh, friends and uh, intro and outro music uh, providers. So this is this will be after our outro song. Our, I mean, our outro theme here on Twitch, you will hear the brand new Brutal You song by Jay Kelly. All good? All good. Thank you, too, for, uh, for putting up with uh, putting up with me here again for another couple hours. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. We will catch you next time.
2: Music for the Boston Sports Syndicate podcast provided by
0: IMCDM. Boston Sports Syndicate. Yeah. I'm missing you back and back and back